and welcome back to another exhilarating episode of Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I'm Brandon. I'm Craig. I'm not sure who considers it exhilarating, but maybe one person does. I did receive a text the other day um, from Cindy. Cindy, thank you for making me smile. I think it was Friday. She texted me um, Thursday or Friday, and she said, I'm sitting here at my desk dying laughing. Because I'm listening to old grounded podcasts. Old grounded. Old, old grounded. Old I like grounded. It. And uh, and she was the one yesterday that I saw in the hallway. She looked at you and called you Grandma Chenault. Grandma Chenault. So but I prefer the term good. Granny Chenault. A granny yes. S would be fine. Grandma just sounds so old. Granny sounds like I'm hip and cool. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> How was your week? <laughs> good. <laughs> Yeah, good. Yeah. So um, right now we are sitting here. Um, it's sunny out, but it's like 45 degrees. Um, we went right in from – looks like we're skipping fall altogether. So we this went from – This is fall weather in Ohio, buddy. Dude, 87 degrees on Thursday, which is down like to summer. 39 the other night. So oh, that glorious. is um, – that's not right. That's just not right. Uh, ease me back. You know, ease me back a little bit. So here, um, here's the deal. Before we came on air here, before we started recording, I told Craig, you know what? It was a good run. It was a good run. We it got a good, good five or six weeks like without him complaining about the weather at all. I said, you complained about the flies and the mosquitoes a lot, but the weather, you were like pretty tame. And now that we're on this train, there's no getting it's off. It's hard to get off. It's really yeah. hard to get off that train once it starts moving down the track and it builds momentum. And uh, But I did see, though, here a few minutes ago that um, Wednesday or something, it's supposed to be 70. It's going to be back in the 70s. So, and sunny. Yeah. So that's going to be good. So um, there'll be a little bit of reprieve from me being grumpy. A little bit. So um, I picture you just kind of like, you know, standing there with your feet in the snow right next to the train and, and the guy's like... Are you getting on board? You're like, where is all aboard? Yeah, this the, is uh, the Polar <laughs> Express. <laughs> so, uh, yesterday somebody, um, asked me about the ending comment on, um, from last week. Okay. Where I was like, I would be grumpy. And yeah. they said, you never did answer what Brandon would be. And they looked, were you picking Dopey? And I went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just because there wasn't a seven dwarf named Shorty. Not, no, not that. Or Granny. Or, <laughs> or Granny. Shorty or Granny. Yeah, exactly. I've been called Dopey a time yeah, or two. Yeah, so so have I believe it or not. So uh, I believe but, it. Hey, we are, uh, we're sitting here drinking, um, gifted coffee. We are. And it's good. It is very good. I just stuck a chocolate covered, dark chocolate covered espresso bean in my mouth, so I will not crunch that in here. But this is Black Rifles. This is a very special coffee. I like special. Very, I, I do too. Very special edition. It is called Dictator, excuse me, Dictator Geisha Roast. And apparently, um, Geisha this, is G E S H A. Yes. Okay. Um, but apparently it is grown in the volcanic mountain soil of Jalapa, Jalapa. I. And they say it's where one of the is, hardest. That, is that is that in uh, is that in Kentucky or I think so. Okay, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Um, volcanic is that in New Jersey? I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, but apparently they say this coffee is hard to pull off. But really, whatever they did, it's working. They pulled it off. It's very good. Yeah, they pulled it off. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, he was sitting in his office and he kept saying, "Oh, this is good coffee," and I was. Finishing up some coffee that I had, so I was like, I'll come in and get some. So yeah, it really You're is. You're lucky good there coffee. was some left. 
I know. How much? How much did you have? Just I'm on my second cup. Yeah, but dude, it's like five cups in one. I do have some pretty big coffee mugs. Okay, so okay. like the coffee pot holds twelve cups. Ten. That's two right there. That's that's two. That's it's, two. It's a two cup. Yeah, that's two cups right. But that like that takes the ten ten away. Like two fillings of that takes the ten cups away. So you, that's five cups right there. Right. <laughs> Your math is weird. It kind of was. Yeah. Dude, my my brain is glitched today. I I. Okay, I'm just gonna say this. Thank you to Brandon for trying to help me retrieve things that I have deleted on my computer. Yeah, you got and some it's issues. Been, it's been very frustrating, and I was frustrated last night and um, ruined my Sabbath. No, <laughs> but I I was frustrated frustrated this morning. Not been in a very good mood to be honest with you, because you know you work hard on this stuff and then you lose it and you have to you know work again. So I it's kind of makes me concerned about how's this going to work out if right. I. <laughs> Something's changed in my computer settings to where I'm saving it, but I'm not but saving it. But it's not it. saving right, yeah. It's not saving right. So, so it I don't may know be out there do. somewhere, it but it may be. not be. I'll keep digging. I'll, I'll dig for, I'll we'll dig for another day, and if I can't do it, I'll have to come back together and put stuff together again. So, But uh, but anyway, thanks for trying to help me out. You're on, welcome. On we'll that, try again so. later mm-hmm. or tomorrow or something. But um, so um, I was going to tell you something. I can't remember. My mind just went blank. How's it going with your world? It's going good. Uh, I had a good weekend. Your parents uh, were in. My parents were Willie in. Willie and Loretta came in. It was great to have I them here. it was Willie and Dolly. Okay, Willie and Dolly. Is it Dolly? I don't know. I don't know either. I, which one did she want to be called? I, I think my mom preferred Dolly than Loretta. Dolly? Maybe not. I, I can't remember. Anyways, one of them. Loretta and, sounds so good. And Willie. Willie and Loretta. Willie and Loretta. Yeah. Um, I, like, I prefer Willie and Waylon and the boys. <laughs> I don't Let's think your mom wants to be called Waylon. <laughs> Waylon and Willie and the boys. Anyways, um, I so did see that when they were traveling, she sent me a Snapchat of them listening to um, the catch-ups on the Grounded. Yeah, stuff. so they they hoard their Grounded episodes, and um, they they're busy today processing a deer. Dad Dad got a deer, so that was good. A good successful weekend of hunting. He does well up here. He does. It's his guide. Jesus. No, he's no, his hunting guide, Brandon. Oh, okay. Um, I was actually it's, a film film man as well on on Saturday, but um, anyway, so they they came up, and when they come up, they they hoard their episodes so that they can listen to them. So they'll like listen to three, four, five episodes on the drive. That could be lengthy. It could be lengthy. It could be five and, hours. And I I warned them ahead of time. I said, okay, I'm not sure where you're where you're at, but be careful because at the end of one of the episodes, Craig. Text me and said he about ran his truck off the road laughing. So I can't remember which one that be was. Careful. It was like three weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I can't they remember came what up. we were doing. It was like when we get uh, when we. I'll be honest with you. We're, we do these. We don't plan these at all. We just roll with the flow. We have no idea what's going on. We do know we're going to talk about the message, but other and coffee than, and coffee. But other than that, we don't really know. Right. So we have no idea what we're. You know, going we to didn't say. talk about coffee last week. I do know that. I I was made aware of that. Like Tuesday morning, my my wife was like, "Um, you guys didn't talk about coffee." She had already listened to we, the whole episode, so it's true we we didn't. Speaking um, of coffee, though, I'm a little disappointed. I thought we were going to have a visitor this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually we were promised that someone was going to be here um, because she said she wanted what we have. What was that? Coffee? The espresso, Sue. Oh, the espresso. Ex- espresso. Espresso, yeah. Sue said that whatever we're hopped up on, she wants it. She's like, if I could have that on a Monday morning, I'd be set for the rest of my week. <laughs> yeah. 
That, that, I may that'll have made do the that trick. up, but she sometimes, did say she'd be set sometimes for the day. it's double it, it, X espresso. espresso. Yeah, double it's, double. It's X when it's double for sure. Yeah, it's it's pretty potent stuff. But um, this guy over here, see now, usually I dump it in my coffee. He drinks it straight. The last time he made it, he dumped it in his coffee, and I just drank it straight. It's actually good straight. But it's like a jolt. Surprised we didn't of start lightning. another pandemic with that. Oh my goodness! It's like a jolt of lightning. It is, but it's so good. It's smooth. It surprises you because it's strong, but it's still to drink it straight. It's still good. Yeah, exactly. So you you know you are moving pretty quick after you drink mm-hmm. that. Like the Energizer Bunny, <laughs> you just keep exactly going and going. It. You're not going to stop at all. But yeah. Um, hey. Um, uh, you know, um, I know the uh, we're into the playoffs, and um, I know all you guys who love the baseball chat. Love it. Here we go. But sorry, the Atlanta Braves are down uh, zero to one. They're zero no to games one. one. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I think the Phillies, if there's a team to beat the Braves, it's going to be the Phillies. But if the Braves walk over the Phillies, I think you're going to cross through the next round of the playoffs, and they're going to they're going to win in the World Series. I but because I do believe the Phillies are going to be the toughest team that they're going to play, and that's even um, with if they play the Astros in the series, which I'm not certain the Astros they may not make it out. Make it. They're they're they they they've lost. I'm not quite sure how how to say this. They. They don't have – it doesn't seem like the drive that they had last year. Agreed. Uh, there's something missing, and um, I don't know what that is. You know and what they needed? They needed to pick up Jock Peterson this year. Well, that's that could possibly be the person to put yeah. them over the top. So, uh, But they, I do know they still have their secret weapon, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, Do you know the same night in the playoffs, different games? Yes, I know. You've Bryce me. Harper against the Braves went yard, and then your man for Houston – Altiva, uh, Altuve went yard, and uh, it, it was a good night all the way around for for home runs. He is not my man, not this year. Bryce Harper's walloped that ball. He, I could have probably the the way that ball was left open over the plate. I could have probably hit that ball out. I don't know, man. Bryce Harper can crush the ball. He's beast. got such a strong swing. Yeah. He's, um, he's, he's, um, yeah, he, he, yeah. So anyway, they play today. They play tonight, six oh seven. Um, I'm going to be honest with you as well. The Phillies are going to be tough. Yeah, the way are. that they're playing right now, I would completely agree with you. Uh, going to be, if the Braves can make it through, it will be the toughest um, series that the Braves will play. If the Braves lose to the Phillies, my money's on Philly to take it, take it all the way. Oh, no doubt. Um, Whoever wins the series with the Braves in the Phillies, yeah. that's the team that's probably my. I, I would, if I was a betting man, right. I would bet. They're the ones that are going to win the World Series, either the Phillies or the Braves. Correct. Uh, because the next round of the playoffs uh, goes against either the Dodgers or the Diamondbacks, right? Yeah. And <laughs> my goodness, the Diamondbacks shellacked the Dodgers like they shellacked them. Not just the Dodgers, but Clayton Kershaw gets the start, rightly so. I would pitch him all day long, first first game of a series. The Diamondbacks knocked Clayton Kershaw out halfway through the first inning. Like, yeah, they I mean, put up some. Some runs on him, and like I think he got one out. I think he recorded one out before they were like, "Ah, uh, bringing in relief." And that's their top dog. That is their top. Dog. That's their top dog. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, like um, the Texas Rangers, they're up to nothing, and they shellacked the the Orioles, and the yeah. Orioles won a hundred games. Yeah, exactly. Um, they were the only other game, other team to win a hundred games, weren't they? Yeah, or there were two others. Yeah, and then the Minnesota. And, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, beat has beat the Astros, and th- that series is tied one one, and yep. and Minnesota. But now uh, they didn't even win ninety games. But now that series is now they're tied one one, going back to Minnesota. Going back to Minnesota, yeah. So now Minnesota's got home field advantage the next two games. So, I mean, anything's up for grabs. I mean, it's only been one game with the Braves and the Phillies, and so it it's been is. one game with the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. And um, so, you know, you look at that, uh, you look at those series, but uh, I'm telling you what, um, Arizona, that's just enough to get in the Dodgers' head. Yeah. And I know we're all, pro- they're all professionals, but um, you get in the, you get in a team's head like that and you shellac their, you shellac your star exactly. pitcher 11 to nothing. That's a lot that, on the national on the national screen. Right. So, exactly, um, that's that's pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, so um, the Diamondbacks have momentum. Don't think they're the better team than the Dodgers, but Agreed. they do have momentum. Yeah, and momentum can cause you to do a lot of good things. It can um, the Phillies and the Braves are kind of the same kind of team. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Braves are rattled that they're one game down. Yeah. Like, I don't think the Phillies would be rattled if they Correct. were one game down. I just think they're professionals now. And tonight's going to be a big game. Tonight, the Phillies have Zach Wheeler on the mound, and the Braves have Max Freed, who could have very easily went game one. Um, they pitched, the Braves pitched Spencer Strider, who pitched a really good game. They just got no offensive help. I don't foresee them going back to back games without hitting the ball. Do you know who has a really good lifetime record, uh, for the, against the Phillies? The Phil Necro. Mm, yeah. Like, he was like, 29 and 9 or something. Mm-hmm. Braves need him to come out. You think he could come back and play? I, well, he's dead, but I mean, it would have been awesome. You never like, know. If you could get him, I need mean, a knuckleballer. I mean, heck yeah. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of knuckleballers, um, Tim Wakefield passed away. I saw last that. Week. Did you see that? I saw that. 58 years brain old. Brain cancer? Brain cancer, yeah. Yeah. Um, by all the counts that I've read, he's, uh, been, he was a super good guy. Yeah. And, I enjoyed watching um, him play. Sorry that, um, sorry to hear about that because, a uh, really good guy and, um, good family man and, mm-hmm. Um, passed away at 58, um, last week. So yeah, it is crazy. That's my age. That is your age. Yeah. I wasn't going to say it, but I know, I know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the world of baseball, the world of baseball, there it is. Uh, My pick, uh, my pick for, um, uh, I think the, I think the Dodgers will win tonight against the Diamondbacks. Um, and I think the Braves will probably win tonight though. Even that, that series up a little bit. So you know why? No, I told you. The Braves um, have a secret weapon tonight that they didn't have on Saturday night back in 2021. Okay, I'm about to tell you guys, he's being serious. He, he's not – what he's about to tell you, he's not joking. I'm not so – listen, okay, listen. I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious, okay? You're a little something, but anyway. But on my pinky finger on my right hand right now is a, a replica 1995 Atlanta Braves – World Series ring. He's wearing a 98-cent ring on his little finger, and he thinks this is the thing that's going to pull them out. So back in 2021 when the Braves won it all, when they won the series, every game except for once during the World Series, I wore this ring. The the one night I didn't wear this ring, they lost. I tell you what, he's not he's not messing around with you guys. This guy is serious. <laughs> he is serious. Hey, we'll see how serious I am after the Braves shellac. The, uh, Phillies like, tonight. I'll be like, hey, maybe you were right. right? <laughs> maybe it was the ring. You'd be breaking your ring out wearing it every day for the Reds exactly. for next season. The 2010 championship right? ring, which is actually a your, ring, bro. Your ring is actually real. <laughs> Mine's just a replica stadium giveaway that somebody exactly. gifted me. So Exactly. Hey, I don't know if she's listening or not. I know they're traveling to New York right now. My son and my granddaughter, um, Isabella, uh, they're going up to New York to go salmon fishing. And today is um, Isabella's birthday. Yeah, she's turned 11. Happy birthday to so, you. Yeah. 
So sorry I'm not awesome. with you, and but we'll celebrate when you get home. So you guys, hope you guys have a good time, catch a lot of fish, and enjoy your time. So. Eleven is a good age. It is a good age. I don't want to go back there again. My daughter's eleven. It's well, an interesting age. It is an interesting age. Yeah. 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 That's all I got to say on that. Yeah, it's very. (laughs) I love you, Jordan. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You've not seen interesting until they start getting older. So, until they hit that 13, 14 part, yeah, Yeah. it's going to get real interesting real quick, real fast. I've started building my tower out back. I'm going to put her in there like Rapunzel. Yeah, right. I'll tell you what, her hair's getting long enough to play that part. It is long, isn't it? I saw your mom uh, doing something with it yesterday. Uh She braided it for her yesterday morning, too. Yeah. So, um, heard, um, heard things went well last night for uh youth group. And yeah, they were pretty good. You guys, um, so we, so normally, you know, the kids, you know, want to play games, play kickball, play, uh, we've played ultimate frisbee, soccer, gaga ball, basketball, dodgeball, whatever. Last night we decided to change things up and played a card game. Canasta. Not canasta, okay. no. <laughs> uh, everybody bring your pennies. <laughs> um, no, so we played a game called Scum. Have you ever played Scum? Skunk? Scum. Scum? Yeah. Scum. S-C-U-M, Scum. No, no I've never heard of it. Um, anyways, so we used to play this back in the day um, when I led student ministry eight, nine, ten years ago. And um, our high school students back then absolutely loved it. And and it's a game where you just get around and you go with like – like last night we had 12 – kids playing and so we um needed three decks of cards for that and then you deal everybody out it's just a fun game anybody could play like we'll probably play it at home coming up because kennedy could even play it gotcha um but it it's pretty fun because you can skip um the next player if you play like the same card then the next player gets skipped and so it's fun surprisingly like they loved it like i had a few of them tell me uh last night they were like we need to play that friday night at fifth quarter i'm like (laughs) Deal. We can do it because we will probably be inside on Friday night because it's going to be chilly and I'm not going to freeze my mind. Uh, I think it is supposed to be chilly. I think it is. Right. Possible rain too, maybe. I saw that. So, so yeah, we played. It was good. Good last night. Um, we, uh, we're still looking for people to, uh, step up and, and provide meals for the youth group. Um, we had some stuff in the freezer last night. So we had some pizza rolls and chicken nuggets, chicken nuggies and, uh, some tater tots, but. And then thanks to uh, Connections Cafe. Thanks, Sue and, and Wyatt and whoever else helped down there. They you had some, some of that cakes. leftover cake. We had leftover cake. I didn't have any, but the kids went to town on it. So. Oh, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. That cake looked really good. There's some still in the freezer over there oh, if you want some. Oh, my goodness. There it is. I've that. tempted him. I don't know about that. So, but yeah, no, it was good. I was tired after the day. It makes for a long day. Yeah, it does. And, you know, my – I know I'm only 38, but – my grandma, granny, granny S body just gets tired after a while. It's like, yeah, it does. I need to go home and soak my feet in Epsom salt and put my shawl around my shoulders and watch some football. Yeah. And knit. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad it went well and, um, hope you guys, um, uh, hope it just keeps going. And, um, if you guys are listening and you would like to help out with, um, you know, student ministry, just providing a meal, just to, even if it's just one yep, between exactly. now and the end of the year, yep. uh, it can be pizza or cornflakes or it can be yep, ramen they like, noodles they or like ramen be, night. They like um, cereal. It can be anything you want. And, uh, but if you're interested in doing that, um, I encourage you to, um, encourage you to contact Brandon or contact Corey. 
inventory or contact the church and we'll yeah or you can just go to richwood.church forward slash student and there's a sign up genius um sign up page there too as yep. well awesome awesome i just got a snapchat from craig brads did you i did i wonder who said that i don't know you're sitting, sitting right here sitting over there on your phone exactly you were like are you gonna talk to me or you're gonna play mm-hmm. on your phone exactly. now you know how i feel <laughs> now exactly I, w- I was gonna say that so okay confession time oh, you gosh. you were talking no it's it's more. It's on me. So oh, okay, I like this. Then go ahead. Exactly. Go ahead, my child. My son called me out yesterday. Did he? Okay, that boy listens really well and and, and retains. It, like when you're preaching or whoever's talking or whatnot. Like he, he's he's into it. and He listens. And my mom told me she said your your son called you out because he was like, "Yep, Dad's always on his phone." Really? So. Got my toes stepped on a little bit yesterday. Well, you know, here's the thing. I think, um, you know, and we can talk about this here in a little bit, but I think all of us are, are, are pretty much addicted to our phones, whether yeah. we want to admit I was going to say not. distracted, but addicted is, it's addicted is the word, the I think. Word. Um, I mean, if, uh, here's how you know if this is an addiction or not. If you can put your phone down for a day and not touch it or look at it. And not check the emails, not check texts, not check mm-hmm. the ball scores, not check what's going on in Washington, not check this or that, and you're not connected. Right. And can you do it for a whole day? I mean, literally, can you check it one time when you get up in right. the morning and then don't check it even after you get out of the shower at night right. and you're hanging out with the family? It's going to be real tip. I mean, I, I try to think back to the day when I didn't have a cell phone. Right. And literally, how much... My life was not complicated. Now exactly. it's complicated. Yeah. It's like our minds are always on spin. I, I've never – I was listening to a doctor, This and I didn't bring this up yesterday. I almost did. But I was listening you to – You didn't bring it up because you went five minutes over. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> I – I can't help with the spirit. When said, the spirit this is moves. You know, okay. But anyway, listen to this guy who is a doctor. He's a Christian guy, and I can't remember his name. I wish I could remember it. But I was listening to a podcast, and here's what he said. He said, our minds – by the way, he's on his phone right now while I'm talking. He's not Check, even listening to me. Check in your Snapchat. He, the doctor said, our minds. That's not what I said. That's exactly <laughs> what you said. <laughs> he like, so he said, our minds aren't wired to continually have our like constant activity. Our minds are meant to set down, to to take a step backward. He said, because when our minds are always on spin, he said, you're not able to concentrate even on the things of God. And I thought that was a really good point because he was talking about how just things get us worked out. And he said, have you ever, he said, have you ever wondered why they call it the World Wide Web? He said, because it's it's a web you get caught into. Right. Because he said, you know, he said, you go check. He said his, his favorite team is, um, the Texas Rangers. And he says he goes to, to check something out about the Texas Rangers, and then they'll mention something about a ball player, then he'll cue something about that ball player, and then yeah. he'll read something about that, then that connects him to something else. And he said, it pretty soon, I've been checking, I went to check what this Texas Rangers score was, but I've been playing on my phone for one hour and a half, just being connected to one place after another, after another. Guilty. After another. That ring is tough, bro. It is tough. I just he just about it. damaged his phone. Thankfully, I didn't hit my phone oh, okay. hit the table. Yeah, but no, he's absolutely right. You know, it is easy to go down that rabbit trail, whether it's your phone or your computer. It's like you get on, you know, and YouTube's great because you can figure out how to fix things or oh, anything yeah. like that. You get on to look oh, something yeah. on YouTube, the next thing you know, you're on a rabbit trail. Yeah. You know, like for me, I've I've looked at like you know running shoes. 
like for a review on running shoes. And then like 30 minutes later, it's like I've watched four videos of running shoes. More pink, pink shoes. Pink. We got to get you. I'm going to get you those colorblind glasses. <laughs> I just got a Snapchat from Brandon Chanel. Did you? Man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that happened. Right. Yeah, but no, you're you're absolutely right, and, and like you said, we can talk about that a little bit here. But yeah, you're, and, and, and you know, um, I think everybody um, has has issues with um, their cell phone because I mean, I was talking to somebody after church yesterday. I won't mention their name, and um, they they were telling me that they they would fall into that category. They're not sure if they could put their cell right. down, cell phone down. They said for more than an hour. Yeah. See, now my wife isn't like that. Like, we'll get in the car, and she'll be like, oh, I left my cell phone in the house. And, like, we're still in the driveway. I'm like, well, do you want to run in and get it? She goes, no, I'm fine. You know, I have been in the practice of, like, if Anita and I are going out to eat um, somewhere, I'll leave my my cell phone at home. Okay. And um, and if we're call. going on a hike or something, I'll leave my cell phone in the car or right. I'll leave it at home. Right. And the reason being is is I don't want to check it. Exactly. And even when we're done with our hike or whatever, I don't want to get back to the truck and check out right. my cell phone. Because I'm trying – it's really hard, um, and I don't know why we feel like we have to be so connected. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, have you ever, have you ever like, um, text somebody? What? Nothing. Go ahead. And like, half hour goes by, you haven't heard from them. You're and, like, and, oh, what's going on here? Did they are they all right? Or they right? You're like, and your mind. Why do we think that? Or I, I get frustrated when somebody texts me, and I don't respond right away, and like, ten, fifteen minutes later. They'll text me back with a question mark. Like I, I will remember, text. I'm, I'm going to remember that next time. I will text you back when I can text you back, or when I want to text you back. He, you texted me last night, mm-hmm. but I never texted you back. You didn't. I fell asleep. I should have. That happens quite often. I fell asleep too. <laughs> he texted me. I noticed it this morning when I got up. He texted me like at 10:20 or something, and I was already down. I was I, gone. Honestly, done. I think I had fallen asleep because you, you and I had been texting back and forth. And then I got up, and I think you had texted me, so I had texted you back, and you had fallen asleep then. So, yeah, yeah, no, I um, when Allie and I went down to Hocking Hills in May for our anniversary, we went down had that little cabin. There was like n- practically no service up there. And so it was, was good. It was nice. It was really nice. Like we were able to walk outside and get enough service to call right. the kids or whatnot at nighttime, but we weren't, um, you know, we weren't sucked into to our phones the whole time. We played Battleship. That's that's fun. It I mean, was fun. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that is that is fun. And I love I love just getting away um, and jetting my mind down. Because right, have you ever noticed? Like even when you go on vacation, mm-hmm. you need a day or so just to get um, jetted down. So like, right. we're, we're thinking about going to Tennessee um, at the end of the month and first of November. And uh, by the way, you're did you know you're doing the Eighth Commandment, right? Okay, anyway. I, I am. Yeah. So when you're doing good, the Eighth Commandment. I have a good opening uh, story for that one. I'm going to be sitting down probably in Tennessee somewhere, but I try not to, to tote my cell phone around um, when I go down there. I like to, you know, good. Good get, call. get down there and just take it easy if I can, just to, like, relax my mind. Because, you know, relaxing your mind is just about as important as relaxing your physical body because right. um, he's on his phone. I am. I don't, I don't know. You're addicted, talking. aren't you? I have no idea what you're talking about. Actually, I am pulling up the uh, sermon outline because yeah. I saw you pick yours up. If you up. guys would pray for Brandon, he's got this addiction that he... <laughs> hey, I will take all of the prayers that I can get. That would be awesome. Thank you all. Um, your ring's sparkly, though. That's right. It's mm-hmm. going to cause him to win tonight. Let's go Max. Max Freed on the mound. 
So yesterday we talked about the fourth commandment. Remember the Sabbath. A pretty good day yesterday. You had a lot of people leading into this one. They were like, I'm looking forward to this one because I, I want to see what you have to say about it. I know. Um, so yeah, I was really, um, I, I thought the second service, have you noticed how the second service has overcome the first service on being more engaging? It's been awesome. What happened? They more engaging, more like more responsive. Like, okay. So I showed you the video because you had stepped out after second service yeah. after your message. I started, um, and I hated to stop it, but we started the song after your message, before communion. Lord, I need you. They were singing awesome. I got through the first line and looked down and realized that I was playing in the key of G, open, and I was supposed to have a capo on the second fret. And I'm like, Linda will absolutely kill me if she starts playing and she's off key. And so I stopped, stepped away from the mic, kind of held my hand up, and I, and I just simply said, Linda will kill me. If I play that in G and not A, and everybody kind of chuckled and and we kind of went on with it, and it, it was fine. But um, oh but yeah, they've been responsive and singing and just attentive, and so that's been good. Yeah, it's been really good. And so yesterday, I literally just kicked it off with Exodus twenty verses five verses eight through eleven, and it says, "Remember the Sabbath day." By keeping it holy, six days you shall labor and do all your work, but on the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, or any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and he made it holy. Hmm. Well, Pretty good verse. It is. good. Um, so it basically with this is that I think we need to come to the understanding that when God made the world, he realized that there's going to have to be a balance between rest and work, and work mm-hmm. in play. And um, because God wants us to, to take a step back and to worship him, to remember him, and to relax our bodies. Because just like we were talking about the cell phone thing, I don't know how you can literally relax your body when your mind is always on go. That's That's, exactly. a, that's almost an impossibility if you think about that. Yeah, that that moves you into the, the like mental things then, and mental Correct. things can almost wear you out. More That's than, more taxing than physical. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, um, you know, in one way, if you know that you're violating a Sabbath day, is if all seven days of your week look identically the same. Mm-hmm. If you're running the kids all seven days a week to sporting events, if you're working seven days a week, if you're doing the same thing over and over seven days a week, guaranteed. You're not spending time with God and you're not relaxing your body. And, right. you know, and I understand that this is going to happen. But if the creator of this universe took a day off, then I think we need to take a day off. Exactly. Jesus Christ is baptized. Then I think we need to be baptized. Exactly. It's like pretty plain it's, and simple. Yeah, and and that's the I mean? big thing right there is look at Jesus. Jesus is our model. Exactly. Jesus is the one that we're supposed to strive to be like. Jesus, and, and you mentioned this later on in the message, but Jesus got away. Jesus yep. rested. Um, he got away just to spend time with him and God. Jesus exactly. left his cell phone in the camp with the disciples. And I can't remember what version that's in, but I remember reading that. Exactly. He left his cell phone with the disciples, and he went off to be with be God. funny if he did have a cell phone that nobody knew. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who would he call? <laughs> right. <laughs> Moses. Moses. <laughs> right. Hey, this is JC. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. You sounded like, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. Carmen. That sounded like that old Carmen song. <laughs> Goodness, oh Carmen. He gosh. passed away a couple years he ago, did. didn't he? He had sad. cancer. He did. Yeah. He did have cancer. You're right. The Italian um, stallion. Yeah. 
right? He was good. He yeah, was a good performer. I, we, we, I listened to Carmen when I was little. Was, all the time. I, I went to see him a couple times. Did you? Youth group, yeah. When I was a youth minister, they loved him. Yeah, he was fun. They loved him, especially that like that boxing song he had with that the one fight mm-hmm. with Jesus and Satan. And yes, that I, was like a ten minute song. I liked the one on Easter where, or yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking. No, about. Lazarus. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Where, where Jesus is standing at the tomb and he's like. Jesus is yelling in. He's like, Lazarus. He's like, Jesus? Lazarus. Jesus? Lazarus. Jesus? And like, they go back and forth. Yeah, I'm going to have to pull up some Carmen. There you go. You're welcome. I just, <laughs> right? I just brightened your day. <laughs> yeah, you did. I always forget about though. your computer trouble. <laughs> exactly. And, and just, just head on to, to Carmen. Carmen. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I think that when we, um, this, the Sabbath day, um, is about taking time for God, but, it's also about us trying to keep us from, I think, dual idols, twin idols, right. where we're working and where we are, um, you know, like being lazy too. Right. Because both of those can be exactly your job can be your idol, mm-hmm. or being lazy can be an idol. I mean, I know people who who work hard and they're they're busting their tail, and their job is literally their god. They would never say that, but right. they that's by their actions they prove that. And then there are people who hardly ever work. And they're about as lazy they can be, and being lazy and being a you know couch potato and right. you know surfing channels. That's their that's their god. Right. And so this, I believe, this commandment keeps us from you know those those dual idols, dual yeah. idols. So, but we started right off with number one: is the Sabbath on a Saturday or a Sunday? It's a good question. And um, and there are people that are like adamant on both both exactly, lines here. Exactly. Again, uh, I won't read the whole scripture, but it says, "In six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, and the sea and all that was in them. But He rested on the seventh day, and so therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day." Right. Now there has been. Uh, I brought this up yesterday. There has been a debate for a number of years about is. The creation is that God create the world in six literal days, or right. what was that? And so, a lot of people um, get twisted. Even a lot of Christians uh-huh. can't even decide that. Um, I, I think if you've never been to the Creation Museum in um, Kentucky, Kentucky, I yep. think you need to go to the Creation Museum. It's awesome. It really lays things out. It's very biblical, and it shows. It connects the dots. If you're struggling with that, agreed. But I have been. I have talked to Christian people. Who do not believe that God did this in six days. Literal days, right. Six literal days. But I believe that if you read Exodus twenty eleven, I think it proves it. It mm-hmm. shows that it was in six days. So the question again is Saturday or Sunday, the Sabbath day. So before I answered that, I read Genesis two, verses two and three. It said, On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, and so he rested from all of his work. And God blessed the seventh day, and he declared it holy because it was the day when he raised when he rested from all the work of creation. So again, yes, he's setting the pattern. Um you know, the thing you have to remember is that for literally thousands of years, um, God's people were under the old covenant. Correct. And where they would stop their work, they would stop what they were doing, they would, and they literally would take a Sabbath day, and they would they would worship God. And uh, they did that on a Saturday. Saturday. The first and day of the week is Sunday. And the first day of the week is on a Sunday. And so, you know, I mean, you can talk to many people, like we, we already said, they, they will point out to you that no, Saturday's a Sabbath day. Here's the, here's the word of God. Here's what God's word says. And it points out that no, you're doing it wrong if you do it on a Sunday. So it has to be on a Saturday. And they'll grab their Bibles and, and, and they'll show you that. Right. But you, everybody needs to remember something that when Jesus Christ came, mm-hmm. he changes everything. Whenever, whenever I see the name Jesus Christ, 
everything's brand new. Everything, yep. no, nothing's like it used to be. Right. It, it's like Jesus broke the mold. He 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 crushed what was in between, and he he is pointing us into a new direction. Because if you don't believe that, then you're gonna have a hard time believing what Jesus can do in your life. And so, Jesus literally changes absolutely everything. And so, um, you know, the thing about Jesus is people will point out that, well, Jesus obeyed the Sabbath. He did. Mm -hmm. He obeyed the Sabbath day. But guess what he didn't do? He didn't obey the man-made rules that the religious leaders and the Pharisees put on top of that. Jesus was having no part of that. Jesus did observe the Sabbath day. Like you mentioned yesterday, he healed on the Sabbath, which absolutely made the Pharisees like flip a lid. And and he was like, well, you know, if you had a a donkey, I think that's right. Didn't he say donkey? Yeah. Or sheep. Yep. You know, that were to fall in a hole, wouldn't you work to get it out? Exactly. Um, you know, isn't this person more valuable? This is the BSV. I'm transla- I'm paraphrasing. But, you know, isn't this person more valuable than that, that sheep of yours? Exactly. And so he's going to heal on the Sabbath. And like you said, he didn't. And the, up to that point, they had bukus of man-made rules that God didn't. Set for them. Well, the man-made rules are just so taxing to you. Exactly. They, they they put things on you that God never intended because man-made rules, like – correct me if I'm wrong. They put you in a box, and they, they, they oppress you. Right. God wants to free you mm-hmm. and wants you to walk in him. So there's there's a balance of, you know, what – what what should happen? And Jesus brought that balance to the Sabbath day. Now the religious leaders they were infuriated about that because they, number one, they hated Jesus, mm-hmm. and so no matter what Jesus did, they were going to go against it. But um, could, can you agree with this? Or I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. But don't we do the same thing today? Mm-hmm, we absolutely. put so many man-made rules on worship and right. church and God that. God is no longer really a part of the equation. It's about what we want to do, and that's right. what the religious leaders did. Right. I mean, it's it's astounding. Every church I've been in, everyone since nineteen, as far as back as I can think of, forty years, um, the man made rules turned my stomach. Mm-hmm. Turned my stomach. Yeah. And I think it's my age, but I have no tolerance for it anymore. Right. Like um, none. Right. Before I was so young, I had to I had to stomach it. Right. But now, no, I. I I'm not going to do it anymore because, mm-hmm. well, number one, I think it's wrong. I think it's oppressive. I think it's taxing. I think you hold people back, and I don't believe that's what Jesus and what God has entitled for us right. to do. So that's what Jesus did. Yep. Jesus is trying to break the mold to point people into a different direction. He's trying to lead them down a path of freedom, just like Moses is trying to, with God's help and the Ten Commandments, Guide. is trying yep. to lead them exactly. to the path of freedom. But am I wrong? The people try to keep going into slavery uh-huh. they're always looking backward and that's what we do right. and that's what that's what we can't do if right. we're going to move forward um in the name exactly the name of god exactly and um so the thing that i think we have to remember when it comes to the sabbath day is this what day did jesus rise from the dead sunday it was a sunday and if you read all four gospels you're going to see that jesus rose mm-hmm. on the first day of the week um yeah you read revelation 1 Verse 10 says, On the Lord's day, I was in the Spirit, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet. And if you know the background of that, he's talking about Sunday. He was talking about Sunday. As you see in Acts chapter 20, they said, On the what? First day of the week, we came together to break bread. So that early church established um, Sunday as their Sabbath. Because? Because Jesus rose from the tomb on Sunday. 
Um, so it, it shifted from Saturday to exactly. Sunday. It shifted to that first day of the week. So that uh, quote from Crawford is Loritz. it Loritz? Loritz. Loritz. Yeah, uh, very good, very isn't good. it? He said God took Saturday off. Then God's people took Saturday off for a few thousand years. Then Sunday became the day. And you know why? Because Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, arose from the grave and walked out of the tomb. He's right. Yep. He's 100% right. So you need to realize everything gets restructured because of Jesus Christ. I mean, it, mm-hmm. what you know and what you see and what everybody – imagine living back then. Right. Jesus picked it all up. And turned it upside down. And exactly. we did the uh, sermon series, I mean, five years oh, ago, goodness. Upside, upside down, down kingdom. kingdom. That's exactly what this is. Right. Jesus picks it up, turns it upside down, and it's standing on its head. What you think is up is down. What's down is now become, but has become up. And so, but can you imagine these people changing from Saturday to Sunday? Man. I mean, churches and church people do a, do something a certain way for a few years or whatever and you they don't want to change right but can you imagine they've done this thing for a thousand years or a couple thousand years and all of a sudden they're changing you can't get that kind of change unless there's one thing and that's Jesus Christ walking out of the tomb agreed and there's a agreed. reason there's a reason for that so the question yeah. was asked is saturday or sunday the sabbath and the answer truly is sunday, sunday. yeah it's sunday and uh, that's the Lord's Day. It's the first day of the week. And and I think I said yesterday, I don't think you should be concerned so much about what day you worship. Correct. As long as you worship it's who you're worshiping. God. Yeah. Am I right? Yep. And well, and that the thing is, is, is there should be, <laughs> we should have Sabbath moments every day of the week. Well, you yeah. Know, we should have Sabbath moments every single day where we take time just to to pause, to rest, like you said, our minds can be just such a, a nemesis against us because they can continually be it's a good going. Word, nemesis is a big word, yeah. Um, but if we just need to just rest, well, rest that, our minds, rest our bodies, and just because what it what it really is about, it's about worshiping God. Well, yeah, that's and and I agree. I I think you need a Sabbath. I think you need to worship during the week. I think you need communion. What do you think? Agreed. Uh, why, why can't you take communion during right. the week? Right. Uh, why can't you commune with God? Um, well, and that's something that I mentioned a lot is, is you know, my prayer for for our people is we take communion on Sundays together as the church, as the body of Christ, but we should be remembering, that's what it's about, remembering what Jesus Christ has done for us every single day of the week. Well, um, I won't mention their name, but um, somebody told me, it's been a few months ago, uh, they're out on their property and walking, and they take the they take the prepackaged communion that we have right they take it home with them and they go out and they're walking on their property and they sit down and they literally that's that's their communion time with god during the week and i think that's awesome yeah i think that's awesome because they're really centering on on what god has done for them through jesus christ and all their thoughts are on on jesus and um you know i'm almost to the um come to the conclusion that we need to talk a little bit about things maybe coming up next year about things like communion and why we do things Agreed. like that and you know baptism again and and why do we do certain things and how serious they actually mm-hmm. are the spiritual implications of communion the spiritual in- implications of worship um the in- implications of prayer um like giving and giving and serving. Yes, there's there's a spiritual aspect mm-hmm. for everything that I think that we forget. It's not about you just showing up here to church. Right. It's not about you just catching up. You know, I'm not going to go to church today. I watch home church and be done with it. That's not what this is about. 
although this is what this is about. You 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 have to worship, right. but it's more than that if you are across the line follower of Jesus Christ. And um, even can I just say this? Even if your life is turned upside down right now and you have problems, you still have you still have to follow God and you still have to serve him. You still have to worship him. You still have to trust him. Am I right? Exactly. You, you, you don't get a, you don't get a break from that. Um, because then you don't really fully realize the power of what you get by following Jesus and giving, giving it all to him. So, so the, I asked another question and it was number two is the Sabbath binding for us today? Right. And, um, Romans chapter 14, verses 5 and 6 says, One person considers one day more sacred than the other, and another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind. Whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord. Whoever eats meat does so to the Lord. For they give thanks to God, and whoever abstains does so to the Lord and gives thanks to mm-hmm. God. So basically, whatever we do, we do it unto the Lord. So whatever day, whatever, <laughs> you know, it's whatever, it's kind of like whatever you do, whatever, wherever you go, wherever you walk, whatever you eat, you do so to the Lord. Am I right? This exactly. is all about God. This is all about our worship um, um, to God. And basically this, this verse is saying, you want to worship God on Saturday? Fine. You want to worship God on Saturday or Sunday? Fine. Um, I think I asked this yesterday. How many, how many people do you know whose day off is Wednesday? Right. Or Thursday or Monday. Well, guess what? That can be your Sabbath too. As long as you're taking a day to worship and remember God and, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if I worked on Sunday and I was not able to be here, I'm going to tell you what I would do. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what I would do. And my say my day off was Tuesday. I would probably watch home church and, um, I would probably try to shut out the distractions and maybe put on headphones or something to watch this mm-hmm. so I could have you know, when you have headphones, it's a different at- it, it different atmosphere. And so I watch that. And then what I would do is, um, this would be my Sabbath and, um, and I would give this back to God. And, um, so I, I think that again, it's binding for us today, but we have to, we have to set time aside to, right. to really honor God with that. So, um, I think it's more important that you, you have a day to worship. Yes. Then we argue over which data it is. Right, it's not just checking the box. It's it's really the true intent of your heart. Exactly. Yeah. And so when you start looking at some of the Old Testament principles and laws, and I brought this up yesterday, and I don't know how much time I'll spend on people, you know, because you're like, well, this law says this, and this law says this, and how do I know which law is binding, which law is not for us? And right. um, so you know, some people will be like, well, you know, the Bible, <laughs> the Bible says that you know. What about shellfish? And what about you can't wear clothes with seams? Or what about you can't do this? Or what about you can't, you can't do that? And so some people get into this thing. Well, we'll check this one and we'll, you know, keep this one. But you have to realize that with some of these laws, some of them are continual. Right. And then some of them were for the people. Right. Of, of the Israelite people. Correct. And so there's, that's where the distinguish comes in. And, and that's where like a lot of people, even Christians get confused when you're sitting around the water cooler at work and somebody says, well, you, you can't eat, eat shellfish then. You can't do, you can't do this. So to sit down and, and to talk to them, like when I was working at the Reds, I had people do that to me. And, um, and I'd be like, Hey, do you really want to discuss this? Are you trying to learn or are you just being a snot about this? Right. And, 
they would, some people would be like, I'm just, I'm just messing with you. I'm like, okay. And then some people's like, well, I don't really know. So yeah, I would really like to know. Right. Which gives you the opportunity to, mm-hmm. to do that. So, um, but I mean, I'm sure you've had those conversations. Absolutely. With too, so. Yeah. Even with Christians. It, you, you have, and, and it, it can be confusing if you're not, you know, if you're not looking at it through the lens of, of scripture. Um, and you know, you, you read in Matthew, Chapter five, seventeen, and eighteen. You know, Jesus says this because, you know, sometimes people are like, "Well, all of those things don't apply to me because Jesus came and and He's exactly. the new law." And Jesus said, "Do not think I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished." It's a great verse. So that means we can't eat so shellfish. And so it, it, for some people, it gets even more confusing because mm-hmm. you're like, well, that doesn't apply. But Jesus is like, no, I came to fulfill the law. I didn't come to abolish it. But then you, you look back at it and it's like, okay, well, that was, you know, okay, do not murder. That's still binding. Mm-hmm. Do not steal. Mm-hmm. That's still binding. Do mm-hmm. not commit adultery. Mm-hmm. That's still, bi-. you know, those are the, the ones that God is like, hey, this is, from now till the end of time, these are these laws you have mm-hmm, to follow. Mm-hmm. The other ones with the you know the the clothing and the um, the food and all of that, it's like well that was specific for that that time. Well, that group. you know you have to realize Jesus truly has fulfilled this, but Jesus truly is the law. Correct. I mean he <laughs> exactly, and that's what makes the whole thing the whole the whole thing funny with the Pharisees is that. The, <laughs> They're they're arguing with the scriptwriter. They're arguing with the person who's in charge. Exactly, and they don't know it because they're so pompous and arrogant. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing today. Even even some Christians are pompous and arrogant about their relationship to God or their church attendance or mm-hmm. or them coming to church, and they forget. Exactly. Here's what God actually says about this, and right. you're not doing it. You've put something over top of that. So you know Jesus fulfilled the entire law, and and something radical happened because of Jesus Christ. And right, that's the thing we always have to have to remember. Romans ten four, Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. He's the end of it. He's truly the beginning and the end. I, I actually I love the verse from Galatians three twenty one and twenty four. So good. The Apostle Paul. So good. This is so good. Um you want to read it? Sure. Okay. Paul says, Is there is there a conflict then between God's law and God's promises? Absolutely not. If the law could give us new life, we could be made right with God by obeying it. And so what he's saying is if it was all about the law and fulfilling every step of the law, then all we have to do to have that new life is by doing everything the law says. To exactly. Do. He goes on verse 22. He says, but the scriptures declare that we are all prisoners of sin. So we receive God's promise of freedom only by believing in Jesus Christ. That's really good. God's children through faith before the way of faith in Christ was available to us we were placed under guard by the law. That's a good description, too. Very good. He says, we were kept in protective custody, so to speak, until the way of faith was revealed. That way was Jesus Christ. Exactly. He says, verse 4, let me put it another way. The law was our guardian until Christ came. It protected us until we could be made right with God through faith. Absolutely. 100%. Perfect description. Mm-hmm. He nailed it. The Apostle Paul hit that out of the park. Right. 
The guy hit that out of the park. I yeah. mean, that is an awesome description. And, and I love that. The law was our guardian until um, – and, and the law was our guardian until Christ came. It protected us until we could be made right with God through faith. So it showed – and literally, you said this yesterday, and we've said it before. The law was made to show us that we're sinful. We're sinful. To show us that we're, we're separated from God. That you need a Savior. Exactly. So and so until the savior came, the law was that guardian. It pointed us in the right direction. The law makes me feel like garbage, right? Can I be honest with yeah, you? No, absolutely. It makes me feel like garbage. But you know what? Jesus doesn't. Jesus makes me feel right. Jesus, Jesus gives me what I need. He, you know, he he, he leads me to another. That's why Jesus mm-hmm. changes absolutely everything, right? And so, um, I used the school analogy yesterday. It was good. Very good. About, um, you know, graduating from high school. And when I went to high school, we had laws. You know, mm-hmm. you had to show up at a certain time. You had to get a degree. Grade point average, certain grade point average, you had to put in so many hours. You know, I couldn't, um, you know, I, I, you couldn't smoke in the bathroom. You couldn't drink. You couldn't lie. You couldn't steal. You couldn't murder. Back then, you couldn't go in the bathroom of the opposite sex. You could, yes. Back then, you could. That was a good old day. Right? <laughs> right? And you could. I liked the one. You said, I couldn't park in the teacher's parking lot. I can't lot. park in the teacher's parking lot. And so, um, those, th- there were a ton of rules. So one day I met all the requirements finally, and I'm going to be out, and I'm graduating from high school, and, um, I'm free to live my life how I want. Most of the laws from my high school don't apply. Right. But, um, and I don't, you, need, you don't have, you don't have to, you I, didn't have to get up today and go to class. I didn't, I don't think no tests, tests, nothing like that. I almost brought a test in to give you. You should have, I should have, but some of the laws are still binding mm-hmm. for me, believe it or not. I can't kill anyone. I can't steal. I can't lie. I still can't go smoke in their bathroom. I still can't park in the teacher's parking lot, nope. but all the laws have been fulfilled of East Clinton high school. Um, but some still apply. Mm-hmm. So it is. It is what it is. And here's how this works for you and I today. Jesus Christ comes to us. He comes without sin, and he becomes a man. He lives his perfect life. He goes to the cross. He substitutes himself for you and me. He is our Savior. He's put in the tomb. He rises from the dead. He walks out of the tomb. And guess what? That's on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. That's on a Sunday he does that. And now Jesus gives me his righteousness because he's fulfilled the law. He's been covered. He's covered my sin on the cross. He walked out of the tomb and defeated death forever. So, to use the skull analogy again, Jesus hands me his perfect transcript. Right. So now I'm I'm coming before God, and it has my name on it, but it's Jesus's marks and not mine. Right. It's not my lies. It's not my deceit. Yeah. It's not my darkness. Because without that, our transcript is going to going to condemn me to hell. It's, it's not going to be passing. We're not going to graduate. Not at all. Not at all. And this is how Jesus changes absolutely everything. And, I love that. And here's the thing you have to remember about this. This is so, so important, is that as human beings, I think we love the law. I think we love rules, right. whether we want to admit it or not, because, you know, you can't do this, do this, or do that. or And we go down through this list of do's. Kind of makes it black and white. Black and white. And it is black and white. But here's the deal on this. It's not. Right. Because Jesus changes everything. Mm-hmm. And so he knows you. Yeah. He knows everything about you. What? He's given you his righteousness. Guess what? Jesus knows your troubles. He knows your struggles. He knows your demons. He knows what makes you tick. Right. He knows your temptations. Mm-hmm. He knows your heart. And this is what makes God mm-hmm. so perfect is that when I stand before God on judgment day and I die, guess what he's going to – he's not going to judge me on the curve. Right. But God's going to judge me by my heart. Right. 
and what my heart does and what has how's that mm-hmm. has has that responded to the gospel and to him right. now I still have imperfections. Exactly. I still have dirtiness and nastiness and sin in my life, but I'm also bringing the righteous card of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. with me when I come before God. And he knows that. Exactly. He knows that. And like you mentioned last week, you know, there's, there's still going to be, um, uh, consequences of our decisions. Right. But that doesn't mean that we can't be forgiven of those sins that, that right. we, we still have to deal with the consequences, but because of what Jesus Christ has done, you, you mentioned last week about, um, abortion. Yeah. You said, you know, if people have had an abortion, God can heal through that. He can bring, you know, bring you healing. He can, you know, turn that into something good. He can forgive you. You still have to deal with the consequences mm-hmm. of that, but you can be freed and forgiven from that sin. And, and exactly. that's no different with anything else. You know, we, we, we have the opportunity to turn that transcript in. I loved uh, the Matthew 11 verse. Jesus says this beginning in verse 28 says, come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find here it is again, rest for your souls for my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. And Jesus is like, let me show you, let me show you how, let me give you rest. Cause I love that. It was like, he says, let me teach you because I'm humble and gentle at heart. So Jesus truly is our Sabbath. Right. He's a rest. Exactly. He, he, he's what you and I need. Mm-hmm. He's what we need. It's not my cell phone. It's not my job. It's, it's, it, I, I hate to say it, it's not my family. Mm-hmm. It's not my church. It's not, it, it's truly Jesus. Jesus Christ. That's how Jesus turns everything upside exactly. down. Exactly. You will find what you need in Jesus Christ. Now, here's the fine hairy line. A lot of us have a difficult time finding that because we're still fighting for position or we're still mm-hmm. fighting for what we think is right. We're still fighting for this or that or whatever, or we've worked it in our mind, but, Instead of coming with open arms to Jesus, it's just like, Jesus, I can't do this by myself. I truly need to find my rest and my Sabbath in you. Exactly. So this is a different way to right. to looking at it. Right. So sometimes we have to take a step back. Right. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that any of those things are bad. It doesn't mean that our families no, are no, no, bad no, no, or that all. our jobs are bad. No. But it means that Jesus has to take top priority in our life. And when we we place our trust in him and he has top priority, then he can give us that rest. The thing about the Sabbath, this, this commandment, it's not binding as a law anymore, but here's what it is. It's, it's, it's good wisdom mm-hmm. and it's good application and it's what God wants you to do. Exactly. It's something that God wants you to do and he needs for you to do because it's good for you. It's good for your heart. It's good for exactly. your soul. It's good for your life and your family and everything that you do. So God wants you to take time off, mm-hmm. rest, worship him, remember what he has done and then rejuvenate yourself and exactly. go back into where, uh, where, go back to where you need to do. Um, you have to remember this all started out when God drew Moses with the Israelite people to the base of Mount Sinai. And God is trying to give the Israelite people what they need. And he's trying to give them uh, something that is going to help give them a place to where they're going to be able to do things differently. Because you have to remember, I mean, they've been slaves for 400 years. They have a slave mentality. They've learned it from grandma and grandpa and mom and dad and aunts right, and uncles. Right. It's been passed down 400 years of slave mentality. Mm-hmm. And most Bible scholars believe these guys work 16, 18, 19 hours a day. Think about that. Mm-hmm. You're working sun up to sundown and then some, and you're not getting much rest in between. So they have been nothing but doing work, work, work. And God's like, you know what? You need rest. Rest. You need to rest in me. You need to take some time off. Mm -hmm. You need to rejuvenate your minds and your bodies. This is a long, long history that you guys have. So 
you need to stop and do this. Right. So I give uh, four reasons that you and I need to observe Sunday. And the first one was this. We need to stop our work just to remember Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's really all about that. Exactly. Right? Well, yeah, because we can get caught up whether it's work or, you know, you've mentioned our kids, sports, this, that, everything else. When we're doing that, when we're running around, I can promise you 99% of the time I'm not thinking about Jesus. Exactly. How about the question I asked yesterday? The, 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 um, the, um, trick question. Oh, yeah. Everybody, everybody was like, ah. <laughs> My question. I, I, I still answered it wrong and I still think I'm right. So it doesn't matter. I said, do, um, I said, uh, I said, true or false? We are saved by works. And, um, everybody was like, false. false. And I was like, true. And you people was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and what I said is we are saved by the works of Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I'll give you that. It's a trick yes. question. It's it is a, a trick, trick question. question. Um, but I wanted, I wanted him to hear that part because here's the, here's the reason why I wanted to hear that. I wanted everybody to hear this. We said false, right? But I'm telling you, we try. People in this room, we try and watching. If I do, they, I'm telling good. you by their actions, they prove to me that they think they're going to be saved by their by their works, right? And so you can't be saved by your works no. at all. It's only by the work of what Jesus yeah. did that He hands over my His righteousness, mm-hmm. His mercy, His grace. I get His transcript, absolutely. Yeah, because you said you know there are some people that think, well, if I do, if my good outweighs, and I've heard that, if oh my, my good outweighs my bad, if I just do more good than I do bad at the end of my life, then I'm going to make it to heaven. It doesn't matter about that. There, I mean, yes, God wants you. And, and Paul says this, you know, it's, we don't do good works just to do good works. It's our faith that then in turn makes us do the good works. Again, that's a Brandon Chanel version. Right. But because of our faith in Jesus, that's why we should be right. doing our works. Our works aren't going to save us. Right. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like that old Rich Mullins song. He went to your alma mater. It's about as useless as a screen door on a submarine. Faith without works. It just ain't happening. Or to updated version is it's like wearing a face mask for COVID-19. Right. It's like throwing sand into a chain link fence. Right. Exactly. You're like, oh gosh, you just got political. Uh, if, if Rich Mullins would hear, I mean, he might write a song about that. He might. That he would might. be awesome to hear actually, to be honest but, with you. But yeah, no, I mean, so we, we can't do anything to get us into heaven. No. Jesus did everything to get us into heaven, but because of our faith in Jesus, we should serve. We should do good things. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's your heart. It's your heart. Exactly. Number two. Number two. We connect with Jesus and his people. And this is so important. Yeah. And, and and if you're listening right now and you are using home church as a crutch, I'm just going to tell you straight up, stop. Um, home church is a great tool. It's a great resource that if you're not – when we were in Florida, it was great to be able to um, be online, not to miss a sermon, um, to be able to worship a little bit. But it's it's really not the same as being here no, with not. the people. You don't get the fellowship. You don't get the, the excitement of being no. around other people, you know, joking around with people in the hall, you no. know, Sue coming up to you and I, and I, I miss that when I'm, when I'm gone. Right. Um, and so it is so important for us to observe the Sabbath, um, because we connect with Jesus and we connect with his people. And, um, it, it, it's very important that we, like you said, come together right. because there is power in that. Mm-hmm. You bring the spirit of God with you. We were created and, for community. And so there's, there's a reason why we come together because, you know, there might be a day and time where, you know, I might be in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. I might be down and somebody hopefully will have the initiative to say, Hey, I noticed you're a little down today. Yeah. They don't even have to ask questions. Can I pray with you? Is, right. there something, is there something you need? Um, that's why we come together. Exactly. We there may be a season when you're down, like, you know, while it's snowing. Exactly. 
Oh yeah. gosh, that's going to be for right. the next. 10 but no, years. I love this verse in Hebrews ten twenty four and twenty five. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works, and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of His return is drawing near. And you said, His return is drawing. It is near, near. and we need to encourage each yeah. other right now. Exactly. I mean, if you if you even look at like what's going on right now in the in the in the world, like the 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 war with with Israel. Yeah, I'm, heard folks, about I'm telling you something. Things are rolling down the track. Yes. You, you have no and idea. This isn't how just close... worldly. No, this is all spiritual. It's all sp- read your Bibles. You're, yep. you, if you start reading your Bibles and you start see what's taking place, and you start seeing, um, you know, I know some of you are going to be very disappointed in this, and, but I don't care. If you start seeing what uh, former Vice President Biden has done with his policies when it comes to economic and worldwide, right. and how many wars are going on and all that, folks, this is not by accident. Nope. He's just not dumb. He's this is an orchestrated plan by Satan and he's being used by that. And so you have mm-hmm. to start looking at things in a spiritual realm because none of this stuff is accident. None of it. This right. is all on purpose because this is what the Bible is telling us what's going to take place. Correct. And here here's the important part with this and reading through those two verses right there verses 24 and 25 in Hebrews chapter 10. Um, you know, but encourage you. Let us not neglect meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. We're called to encourage. It's easy to look at the news. It's easy to see mm-hmm. what's going on in the world around us and to get down. Right. And to be frustrated or then to talk, you know, we, we talk with other people about it and what do we do? It just makes us frustrated or angry right, or right, mad or scared right, right. or whatever. But God's like, don't let that get you off track. Encourage each other encourage each other don't be talking about it and let it worry you pray about it absolutely but then put your focus back on jesus christ and and keep that positive attitude knowing that who's in control not you you can't do any i'm not going to be able to do anything to change those world world events no but god's in control you know the you know one of the greatest songs that i think have ever been written um is the song turn your eyes upon jesus turn Turn your eyes upon jesus look full in his wonderful face and the things of this world will grow strangely Strangely dim dim. in the light of his glory and grace yeah absolutely 100 percent true Mm -hmm. and absolutely biblical and i i don't know the verses but it's like isn't like also are you weary and troubled Mm -hmm. Uh, i can't remember but it, it takes you right back to Jesus Christ. And what we do is we try to add Jesus to our problems when Jesus should be the center of our life and we'll exactly. deal with the issues around us. Exactly. So uh, uh, so anyway, people are the most important thing. Adrian Rogers, I love Adrian Rogers. He is mm-hmm. awesome. This was very good. He said there's only one thing that you're going to take into the kingdom of God when you die and it's the people of God. All the other stuff and things are just clutter. clutter. The people of God go together the people of God go together, and we are together forever. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Very good. That is an awesome quote. Very good. I loved it. Reason number three was we prepare for eternal rest. Ah. You know, and God, I think that's, you know, there there are different things that, that we need to keep um, just in our mind. Um, as we worship here every week together, we're we're kind of preparing for that for eternity as well, because the Bible is very clear that in heaven we're going to worship our God. Um, and so I think that's important, but we're also going to. I think to people rest. get this mental idea that, and I think this is a, sat- a satanic idea, where we're going to sit around on clouds and strumming right. harps and all that. I don't believe that's going to be about that right. at all. I think we're going to be working in heaven. I think we're going to be serving in heaven. I think we're going to be worshiping in mm-hmm. heaven. I think when Jesus says, "In the, in my house are many rooms or many mansions," mm-hmm. I, I honestly I believe there's. I don't even know what that is. Right. But I believe there's going to be different things that that we're going to be able to do. But I love. That there is going to be an eternal rest. I hope if I have a musical instrument, I mean, if I'm sitting on a cloud playing one, that's fine. But 
I really hope it's a guitar and not a harp. That's too many strings for me. Mandolin. Oh, I like mandolins. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's more my size, too. It's little. Um, Joshua, uh, not Joshua, Hebrews 4, 8 through 10, says, If Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world. And so we prepare for eternal rest. The thing you have to remember about this, heaven is this. Whatever you think heaven is... You can't, you can't imagine. You, you can't imagine because when, when the Bible tells us that he will dry every tear from your eye and there's going to be no more mourning, weeping, crying, pain, suffering, all that. I don't think we understand that mm-hmm. because guaranteed, um, no matter where you are in today, wherever you're listening to this right now, and what, is, what time is it right now for us? It's like, uh, um, 1141. 1141. Okay. 1142. Okay. I don't know if you've had any crying or pain or aches today or whatever, but I have. Mm-hmm. I have, and so I don't know what that's going to be like. Um, I don't, I don't know what that's going to be like. Right. And um, so I just, I don't think we realize that. So when it says eternal rest, when it says eternal rest, yes, um, I don't think we can comprehend because if we work in heaven, which I think we will, mm-hmm. you're not going to be cursed. Correct. There's no cursing there. So our labor is going to look a little bit different. It's going to be a little bit different. Exactly. So number four. Number four. We worship. By mirroring God. And we kind of talked about this already, that Jesus is our model. Um, Bob Russell, very good quote. He says, attend church where God's word is taught without apology. Amen to that. And you feel the Holy Spirit. Participate in singing, scripture, and prayers. Then you go home positive, and you don't focus on the 5 to 10% that you don't like. That's a big statement there at the end. Very good. Because I, yesterday I ended up by saying, hey, some of you come to church, but your fo- it's too hot, too cold, too light, too dark, too political, not political enough. Uh, not, you preach like too to long, yeah. not long enough. So we, t- we get focused on that instead of Brandon's focusing too on short. what God wants us to do. Right. Yeah, right? Instead of focusing on what God wants us to exactly. do. Exactly. Colossians 2, verses uh, 16 and 17 says, don't let anyone condemn you for what you eat, drink, or, or for not celebrating a certain holy days or a new moon ceremonies or Sabbath. For these rules are only shadows of the reality to come. This is the big yep. one. And Christ himself is mm-hmm. that reality. Yep. Think about that. Right. So there we go. Thank you guys for listening to us again. That was good. Very good. Yeah. Um, Got a few things coming up. Not many. Um, um, we got prayer night tomorrow night. Prayer night tomorrow night, Tuesday at 6 p.m. Here at RCC. Yes. It's always good. Then we have the the Women of Worth is on the 14th at 10 a.m. at McKinley's something. Grill or something in Marysville. Yeah, yep. McKinley's thing. So if you need information, you can go to the church's website yep. and um, cue that in. And don't forget that the month of October is Blessing Box Month. And it so is. we're looking to kind of replenish our our, um, our stock of items. That is um, that is a ministry that's just been it's been yeah. getting hit really and hard. Thank you all for doing that because yes. we have been having a ton awesome. of stuff come in. So thank you. We're don't let up on that for the rest of the month because it exactly. definitely needs to happen. Yeah, and if you need a a list of you know common items, we have those here available at yeah. RCC. They're in the Welcome Center. So, and then we also um, on um, October 29th is a Sunday mm-hmm. at 12 noon. Is going to be uh, the annual congregational meeting. It's going to be short. It's going oh, to gotcha. be brief. It's just going to be kind of an update from the elders, and um, I, I'm I don't see any more than ten minutes. So there you fifteen go. at the most. So, so noon, 
noon on Sunday, on Sunday uh, October, October 29th. 29th. So okay. just make sure you guys get that um, in your hat. And um, I can't think of anything else right off the top of my head. Um, prayer night tomorrow night. Prayer night tomorrow Be night. Be here. And we have sermon series coming up for Christmas. We're, hey, we're, dude, we're like uh, seven weeks away from that. A new and glorious morn. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I, I'm looking for My Christmas was robbed last year. Our services got canceled because of that white stuff that came from the sky. And uh, so, yeah. Dude, that was dismal. It was. It was rough it was out dismal. there, though. I got out on it in my truck and thankfully had the four-wheel drive. How's that truck running? It's not. You want to – I'll sell it to you. I'll give you a dollar. Right now, I'd maybe take it. Go buy me a sucker. I give $1,000 for it right now as it sets. Mm, that's tempting, too. Really tempting. Oh, and I'll come get it. Oh, there you go. You'd I'll have that thing off. up and running. and huh? You'd have that thing up and running and sell it for... I <laughs> Right? Actually, I'll probably just drive it in the wintertime. There you go. <laughs> Keep the uh, salt and crap off of my truck. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> well, hey, thanks again for uh, the coffee. Um, very good. If there's any left, because I did offer it to a couple of people who were here. If there's any left, I'm going to go pour me another cup. You go do that. I am. Thank you guys for always listening and for hanging in there with us. And um, yep. um and really appreciate um, even when you guys uh, pick little things up that we've said or you guys have commented about it. And, oh, I um, hear stuff, and I'm like, I don't even remember you know, that. I, I don't. I'm not on any social media, so I don't know if anybody responded when I asked last week if you think Brandon is going through a midlife crisis. That no, I didn't so, hear anything. Okay, so I'm still waiting on that. If you think he is, just let me know. Pull me aside uh, on a Sunday. We can pull him together for a uh, you know intervention, and we can pray for. They him. think I'm past that. They think I'm in granny mode. So I'm past midlife. Uh-huh. I'm just going through a granny crisis. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, we need to get off. Here. We do. Hey, everybody! Thanks for listening, Craig. You have a great week. You do. See you. Ev. <laughs>